0: Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Time now for the NASCAR guy, right? You know, shake and bake, right? Magic man, right? Thunderlight, yeah.
1: Overreaction Monday! Remind everybody that it's
0: Columbus Day. All those of you that know Italians and like Italians or the people that might venture onto a ship and travel to explore and find new lands. This is your day. And here's Dan. Uh, welcome to the pod. It is the Monday overreaction show. Or what do we call it? We call it overreaction, overreaction Monday. Monday. Can't sure. even, two weeks in, I can't even get to the damn. <laughs> my uh, hosting skills are as good as my picking skills. <laughs> Yeah, and I do. I do want to address race for the case. I think it's absolutely terrible <laughs> that we forgot to make any picks last week, and um, so there's no selections made. So we might not as well discuss what's going on with that. <laughs> we have a new oh, no. entrant. Oh, no. A new entrant
2: in our pick life. Nad, the opposite That's of a- Dan. A new juggernaut putting tap in our memory banks forever. <laughs> Nad is just dominating. Nad didn't slow him down by COVID. All right. Nad can see uh-huh. right through all these funky rosters and all the different, all the different ruminations. And he could, he, he smelled the sunbelt coming in April. Nad knew it all. <laughs> Nad saw it all. Nad knew
0: Lawrence at night wasn't that intimidating. <laughs> Nad went. Nad went six and zero. Oh. He went six uh, and zero, oh. which means I went zero oh and six. Yeah. The problem was I had uh, my entire research and statistical <laughs> analysis team—all forty of them were out with COVID. I was like, <laughs> I was depleted, like the Oklahoma Sooners. Yeah. All your and analysts. That, no, yeah. I mean, look, I'm not gonna. So I lost. I mean, I lost with blowouts. <laughs> I lost with backdoor covers. Mm-hmm. I lost with, like, Clemson not clicking. I lost every single way. And I will, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I did not spend any time really analyzing the Coastal Carolina-Kansas <laughs> game. I picked Iowa State because Bush Light had come out with a new beer, like, uh, beer paint job. It was corn-inspired for Iowa. The damn Cyclone should be a shame for the entire state. They should. Well, to get all six wrong, you have a 3% chance. (laughs) That's impressive. It's good work. And I got I hit the 3%. (laughs) And it's actually worse. Wait, I'm gonna figure this out. It's actually let's see. One in 128 is seven because I also all this was really not really a, a real bet. But I bet my buddy, Aaron Garza, who's a big Texas fan that UTEP would cover. Six uh, pack of beer. So I got to give Garza a <laughs> six pack of beer. You once it again was, need to get off the UTEP. Uh, I know, homerism. I know. I it mean, was just, it was a point of pride. I was there for you, <laughs> El Paso. Uh Didn't work, though. Uh, that was ugly. It was like 45. To, they scored on the first play. Texas scored. I mean, I was getting 43 and a half, and it, it was out of reach by halftime pretty much. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah.
1: Well,
0: here's the thing I'm going to do better next week. I just know it. Well, you almost can't do worse. So maybe <laughs> I should try to pick the loser, see what happens. Good God. I mean, we, uh, if had anyway, adopted my... the,
2: the opposite strategy of what he thought last year, he would have run away with the race. Yeah, I know. He would have run away with it. So if you embrace the sock, as Pat Fitzgerald has long told us to do, if you just say, you know what, I'm really lousy at this, I'm going to do the opposite of it, I think, I, I think you will show Nad who's who. We will get to the Big 12's disaster.
0: Yeah. Because we'll uh, they should have a stuff. revote and choose not to play, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> some of these teams. But let's get to the big story. The Big 10 is, is uh, back from the dead. Ah. The Big 10 is going to have a vote, maybe, or an agreement, or a, uh, they're going to put a little white cloud out the chimney there in Rosemont, Illinois. I don't know. <laughs>
2: There's a photo uh, to Chow peak? right next to the Big Ten that people made a big deal of when the parents were protesting there. Maybe they'll yeah. just maybe they'll just put all green lights on the on the restaurant balcony as like a white <laughs> as a white cloud for playing or something. They might. Well, they just they they you know bring out a
1: sword full of meat and they, if it's got you know fl- <laughs> a flag that says play and then another one that says no play and whichever one they hold out the door. <laughs>
0: Randy Wade will so, eat
1: it like
2: like a spear, like on a sword. Like
0: <laughs> so, late last week, the medical committee basically put together a presentation. It, it, heavy based is what I'm being told on the on the the eventual, the soon availability of the rapid testing. Yep. The, the the lack of the heart concerns as as time has gone on. A million different things. The Big Ten, which is you know always in this state of of combat, started to flip. Uh, there is not a vote yet. It's not a certainty, but all of a sudden, late last week, there became a ton of optimism, and we may be getting something. I've been told the, the 17th or the 24th of October. Uh, you guys can come up with whatever you got. It could be as little as six regular season games, probably more, uh, at least one crossover, maybe two crossovers. You get to eight regular seasons. You try to jam it in, get the Big Ten title game played by twelve nineteen, 19 December 19th. And you got a shot at the playoff. Rapid testing, though, huge thing. They're expecting it, obviously. So is the Pac-12, which is, you know, kind of eyeing that same time frame. But they're stuck with six schools that literally can't practice due to local ordinances or guidances or whatever we're calling it. Uh, So, but Pete, I'll start with you. Big Ten, what are you hearing as of Sunday night and and. Are you as op- optimistic as I am that this is going to happen?
2: I mean, it's the Big Ten. So they're going to make it as difficult as possible if there's one thing we've learned in the last five months, right? So... My sources are optimistic. There is a general overtone of optimism that I felt throughout today, and I wasted way too many hours uh, on Sunday just sort of like monitoring this, chasing this. It's somewhat hilarious that some of like the people who are very involved in the future of the Big Ten have no idea what's going on. So like they're sending me like the Cookie Monster finger GIF, like waiting, waiting, waiting to uh, to to hear what's uh, to hear what's happening. By all accounts, the presentation and by the way the big 10 they they may not make the playoff this year but they are going to lead college football in committees for years to come because once i start sure. naming these different committees that they have here so it's i believe the return to competition committee presented saturday to the steering committee of presidents and then sunday they presented to the copc the chair uh, council of uh presidents and chancellors yeah, i was gonna say commissioners anyway it's a lot of alphabet soup. I talked to a couple people who saw the medical presentation at some juncture on its way there, and they said it was nails. Like, they said it's two hours long and it's really detailed, and it answers all of the questions that were there six weeks ago. Because the big thing when they do come back that they're going to have to do is be like, wait, wait a minute, you just told us four or five weeks ago, you know, really a month ago, almost a little more than a month ago, like we couldn't do this, and now you're going to say we we can do this. Why? And so they laid out in detail. So. They're not going to announce, I don't think, daily rapid testing uh, like immediately when they do this, but that's certainly going to be part of this. That's been a given for a while. They will likely not take that from the federal government. Um, and you can uh, listen to like some New York Times or Politico or Fox News podcasts if you want to learn why they won't take it from the federal government. But you could probably guess uh, in the middle of election season with a bunch of swing states. And then the, the answers were there for myocarditis, which, which four or five weeks ago was you know, in the wake of what happened to the Indiana linemen. And, you know, there was was a lot of uh, pause and hesitation around that now. Now there seem to be answers for that. There seem to be answers for contact tracing. And this is the one fundamental tension I haven't got a pithy answer to. Can the presence of daily rapid testing mitigate contact tracing? Now it does in the NFL, but the NFL had to essentially go to government officials in all the different states where they were going to play and get a waiver to do this. I am not sure if that has happened yet in the Big Ten footprint. So there seems to be a path. Like for a while in the Big Ten, there wasn't a path for medical answers. That seems to have changed. Will they actually play and start October 17th and have a conference title game on the 19th? I don't know that right now. My guess would be yes. But two weeks ago, I would have guessed they weren't going to play until Thanksgiving because that's what everybody was saying. So things can change. It's fluid. But there is clearly momentum here that did not exist the last time we taped this podcast.
1: Yeah. No, I'm I, i uh, I'm hearing largely the same stuff as Pete. My only thing here is that you hate you know, football a, like, and you don't
2: want it to happen. Oh, sorry. Yeah, right.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Let's hear from a few more of those people. Um <laughs> You know, like if you're in a coaching search and you've got a guy and you come to an agreement with the guy, but then you let him get on the plane and go back home. I think if they would have voted Sunday night, I would feel obviously then we'd know. But pushing it off till Monday just leaves the door open this much for maybe the presidents go back and talk to some trustees or whatever and say, I I don't know. I don't know whether I'm going to pull the trigger on this. I don't think that's going to happen. I think they will pull the trigger. I think they will vote to play. I think they will try to play in October. But you just wonder the fact that it didn't happen Sunday night, What, why and then what's going to, if that's going to affect things uh, at all going forward. Because this is still such a politically tricky, and I'm not talking about actual politics. I'm talking about university campus politics. Tricky like thing for a politics, lot of these, yeah. Yes. Office politics. Yes, yeah. office politics is, you know, at Michigan where there's, Thousands of students that are outraged that they are having class, and you're all of a sudden going to say, "Well, but we're going to play football over here, and we're going to make we're going to get those guys daily testing. The rest of y'all, no, nah, you know, good luck in the quarantine dorm with the cockroaches and the bad food. But we're going to daily test the football team over here. So there's that. There's Rutgers president that came out in very hard line, said, "Uh-uh, I don't like this situation." last week, to Steve Politi in that really interesting column in the NJ.com. Uh, you know, there's been, I mean, Wisconsin's campus is shut down basically for like two weeks. Minnesota's campus, I believe, is shut down right now. There's just, there's issues that these guys, I think that the presidents and chancellors have to kind of navigate here. So it's not, they they may well vote, yes, I expect them to vote, yes, I expect them to vote to play and to go forward with this, but... Still going to be there's going to be some blowback
0: for a lot of people. Here's the thing: so there is all these these issues, right? Wisconsin's on pause. Rutgers, Michigan State, the 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 county officials uh, urged every Michigan State student to self quarantine for the next two weeks. Good luck, but uh, you know (laughs) this is (laughs) self quarantine. With as long as the liquor store is open, we can make (laughs) you know emergency runs. Uh, we'll be all right. The weed dealer's still going. We can quarantine. (laughs) But no, I I mean, some of this makes, in the real world, none of this makes any sense, right? But we we don't care. This is important, and it makes a lot of money, and they need the money, and they're staring at it. This is actually what they should have done originally and saved themselves a lot of grief. Yeah. And said, we're playing September 26th, like the SEC, and then you just shut up. We don't know that the SEC's gonna play on September 26th because we aren't there yet. Right. There's all I they're I mean, they're endeavoring to, but we're seeing all sorts of canceled games. I mean, Virginia Techs tried twice to play. They yeah. they didn't, you know, we're seeing big 12 games canceled. We're seeing so you could very easily have said we want to play this Dece- uh September 26th, and then all of a sudden right now say, look, we're gonna push it back a couple weeks. And and it's not as big of a why'd you quit? What'd you do? You know, and so this is if they come in and say, we're going to start October 17th, you know, and this is going to be our schedule. And then they're not comfortable with where it's at. They can in early October, they say, we're going to move it back one week. It's not as big of a of this train wreck that they've had. Right. And I, I think this is a much smarter way to do it. Now, there are all I, the one thing to me is going to be the liability of you said it wasn't safe once and now you're saying it's safe and if anything right. happens but right. these schools have a lot of lawyers and a lot of insurance and whatever they seem willing to make that they also have a ton of money on the line where maybe a couple legal losses aren't aren't the biggest concern you're not going to lose more money that way so i this is really interesting but clearly once they got the once they they became more comfortable late last week all of a sudden everyone started chattering people that were saying there's no way all of a sudden started saying there's a way I I think this might happen. It was, it was very interesting to, to see. So I bet they announced they're going to play once the ball's kicked off is when I'll fully believe it. But I think, you know, I think they're on their way And, and I may say this, we need it. Like college football to me, Saturday was okay. And, and I know again, like we're supposed to be, everything's great. If you say anything bad, like you're the worst person you hate, uh, and we're yeah. missing a lot. There's yeah. not enough games. College football no. is a symphony. Yeah. It is a symphony. And you need all the instruments. Yeah. You need a violinist you and a you need great... the guy playing the garbage can on the street. You like, do. That's, yeah. It's, it's
2: both <laughs> those two. That's
0: basically a guy in the garbage can in, in an empty Kansas <laughs> stadium is what we're getting. <laughs> Now, like you, it does that on the garbage the, can by the way Dan. so yeah the, it doesn't mean a guy it <laughs> doesn't mean that guy can't put out some good music or a bass a a, 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 a a you know a band of just trumpets or a drum line yeah you know, we need the whole marching band here and you need all the we need I thought it would be better even with like just some playing but like you're just missing some of the mayhem when you don't have enough games and you don't have everybody right. in it and no. the entire midwest is basically and the, the West coast, we, you know, just not playing. And you're like, even, even as, as, as entertainingly nuts as Kansas coastal Carolina was, you wanted another game. You could click to too. Sure. Like, where's Boise? When right? you're stuck with just coastal Carolina and Kansas, that's it's not, not good enough. enough. Right. No, It's not. You're like, Oh, but Colorado state's up on Fresno too. Like, yeah. this is yeah. exciting. <laughs> like where's the, ex- uh, you're not getting it all. And yeah. it's yeah. like, where is it and I know look we're gonna get the SEC which is the big dog but it's like it, we're just not getting enough and so get me some big 10 back here and yeah. and maybe Larry Scott's little plan where he's got the 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 thing gets them going by late October too let's get it all going because I I I miss uh, I I didn't think it'd be as big of a deal and it and it and it is
1: yeah no I mean there's no doubt that we That's the – I think your symphony analogy is a really good one because –
0: Not that I ever go to the symphony, by the way. Well, no. You would know nothing about an actual (laughs) symphony. Of all people who would would invoke the symphony. (laughs) 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 it's a bad symphony. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: like Uh, symphony uh, expert me. (laughs) The woodwinds were a little weak tonight. Uh, No. Uh, But (laughs) – no, but that's the thing. You know, the one thing we got this weekend that we didn't have the first weekend was we got the upsets and like the, Oh my God, did you see that crazy play in Louisiana, Iowa state? And then did you see that crazy ending uh, over here, you know, with the Arkansas state, Kansas state or whatever. So you at least had that, but the, the breadth of it and the um, the scope are just, they're still too limited at this point. And you know, if you want that full day, noon till two a.m., you you need more teams, you need more people, and that's the thing. Hey, like BYU was going to be the only team, the only team in the two Western time zones, right? They were the only team in the in the Pacific time zone and the Mountain, and now they're out because they got a COVID deal. So your your guys, the UTEP Miners, are now the furthest west team that's uh, still standing for now. Hopefully BYU comes back, but right now we are we're losing we're losing teams, man. College football is
2: a sport predicated on gluttony all right when you're young you drink too much and you go to the game when you're old you sit around and you eat too much and you are surrounded from noon to midnight by way too many options. All right. There were like times where usually when I'm home watching games uh, on the weekends, I don't go cover them. Like you feel like you're missing out. I've got my phone screen on. I've got my computer screen on. I've got my TV screen on and you're You're constantly just in this oversensitized state. Like there's so much happening Saturday. And again, like God bless it. It's been that way for years, and it is what makes the sport unique and special. Unlike the NFL, unlike anything else. No baseball fans are sitting around being like, "Oh, I'm watching the Cubs and the Red Sox and the whatever." All right. So Saturdays are for gluttony. And while it was wondrous to have all the games, there were three or four moments during the day where I was like, "Flip up the scores," which was sort of like your your TV guide, and I was like, "Oh, there's really. I'm not really going to watch Campbell and Georgia Southern." <laughs> I'm just not, you know, like I, I kind of wanted to watch them. Yeah, no, that's fine, Pat. Like, <laughs> I just but, wanted to see how what Georgia Southern sideline <laughs> looked like with 33 players out. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's totally fair. So and again, the, the the we missed the Pac-12 certainly late at night. And yeah, there just isn't the depth that where you're just constantly overwhelmed. Well, what's happening here? Like college football is a FOMO sport, right? When you're home on a Saturday, you constantly have a fear of missing out of something that's happening somewhere. And uh, I didn't really, I didn't really feel that on uh, on on Saturday. And yeah, no. And it was, it got lonely at night just watching Lester sort of overwhelmed on the, the sidelines. There
0: just felt little, felt little sad for old Lester. So let me ask this: Let's say the Big Ten is back. They they pick the October seventeenth, and they try to play eight regular season games. Yeah. They've got like a nine week window to play eight games right yeah. now. I've been told six is possible. Really? Like they just yep. played divisions and then a thing. so a six game regular season. Well, let's, let's split that and say seven or eight, one crossover or eight. The sec right now is scheduled to play 10 league games. Let's say you get to that. I mean, this will be like the, if, if all these games go off, which would be great, but I, I, I like the chances. Cause I think in a month, the rapid testing will be so much closer. If not here, how do you, uh, how, how would you equate that? If they're placed, if they play seven and nine weeks, is seven enough when someone else playing 10, well, If you're nine and one LSU and you only lost to Alabama. You really want to listen to. It's, it's a great, great question. question.
1: Here's what seven and think. zero
0: Wisconsin that won the West. Right. And basically had to play one Ohio state game or something or what? Yeah. I mean, then here's what we get. We get the Ohio state hissy fit part two.
1: They already hissy fitted their way into having a season or are on the brink of it. But then it's like, you have to consider us. You have to. These kids have sacrificed so
0: much. That's what we'll hey, get. That, that committee has left the Big Ten out a bunch. Yeah, it has. So it has. has been, very interesting it, there. Look. Hey, hissy fits have worked
1: for Ohio State. Okay, they've worked in this instance. And if you remember when Terrell Pryor and those guys all got to play in the Sugar Bowl because they went to Jim Delaney and said, hey, Jim, you got to talk the
2: NCAA into this. And he did it. Gene Smith gets his way, man. Well, we want gluttony, right? Like there will be a gluttony of controversy if there's like a disparity in the in the number of games. Right. I mean, like we have. The, for for the college football playoff, for what we thought it was going to be compared to the reality, there's been some light, moderate controversy. But for the most part, the thing is the thing has gone by pretty scot free. the The first year was probably the most contentious. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong there. Uh, the, yeah, the, no, the, I'd agree. The, the TCU Baylor year, like. This is the year the mailboxes are getting firebombed. This is the year where there's just going to be so many different arguments oh, and yeah. so many different ways. Now it will be completely fascinating. Like what happens if Minnesota goes undefeated in the in the west? These schedule is going to be based mostly on region, right? You know, is undefeated Minnesota better than two-loss Auburn? you know, with the losses are LSU and uh, Bama or something like that. Like that is just going to just drive people apoplectic and be completely ludicrous. So, yeah, maybe that'll bring some element of normalcy back. You know what? And here's the other thing, too, is especially,
1: I mean, with just the confidence playing within themselves and no outside data, basically, of playing other opponents, it's going to be totally look test, much more subjective, Whew. you know, of, oh, well, this just, we just think they're better. And man, oh man, you know how those arguments go.
0: Well, and we're, we don't know, even as these schedules lay out, what games are going to be postponed or if not canceled right, right now, they're postponing right. them, but they're going to run out of dates, you know? So Virginia Tech, Virginia, all right, that's, that's gone, right? T- it, we, there were three big 12 games canceled last weekend. Now only one of them was because of the big 10, big 12's fault. TCU had but the case. But what cases, Oklahoma yeah. looks like? I mean, how many guys were they down? Seventeen. No,
1: actually more than twenty. They were down more than twenty. <laughs> Kansas State. How many, was many supposedly they were how down? How many on
0: the two deep? It was a bunch on the two deep. Yeah. Oh yeah, a bunch of. Them. So yeah, what, they, were they, they got, were? they could beat. They could beat Missouri State like that. But what yeah. if that's their game against Texas or or, yeah. or right. that's bedlam? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Kansas State was down two dozen. Yeah. Right. So let's say there's that that LSU. Let's say. LSU's losses to Alabama and I'm just picking LSU could be any, you know, and, but you, they were down on players and they're sitting there saying, Hey, we're not taking mm-hmm. Minnesota. You know, it's just, it, this thing's going to be fabulously contentious. <laughs> oh This yeah. whole, oh, whole season has <laughs> been fabulous with contention. We've yes. been all yeah. games. games. Yeah. Yes. It's been fabulously contentious and half the country hadn't played yet. Yeah. I mean, I'd so. like to personally thank the big 10 for, just screwing <laughs> this up so many times, which way? <laughs> you cancel, you come back, you break up, you get back to, I, mean, I don't know what you're doing. You got the and president we're not even involved. Done yet. We don't even know if you're going to sure. do it.
2: A little presidential <laughs> interference.
0: Yeah. You bring the election
2: in. Yeah. 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 You got coaches. Plenty of columns, plenty of podcasts. Oh, Thank you, yes. Big Ten. Lawsuits. Yeah. I big feel like Ten's I've read about big the Big Ten 75% of the season so far. Yeah. <laughs> meanwhile, dull, like the dollar. We've said this before, but like Greg Sankey was like, you know what, we're going to start on the 26th. We're just going to stand there with our arms crossed and watch Uh you all mud wrestle for six weeks. And that's basically (laughs) what's happened. No, it
1: has been... Right now, the SEC is sitting prettiest. Now, again, we don't know...
2: If they're, oh, they're going to have games start? canceled. Let's, let's yeah. be very clear here because they well, don't they have will. daily rapid testing. Yeah. They're going to have problems. They, they have had problems. LSU's had problems. Auburn's had problems. Tennessee's had problems. Missouri had a big batch of tests the other day. There's been problems that haven't been reported that we've all heard about at some different places. They are going sure. to have significant problems. But yeah. – they have not been the problems in the scale and in the focus of these others because they haven't impacted games. Right.
0: And if this had truly blown up work, it hasn't been that bad. There's been problems, yes. but it's not like, I don't know. We, we haven't had the, the colossal blow up that like if the Big 12 just all of a sudden we're like, all our, all our teams are out or, you know, then the SEC just say, all right, we'll quit but we know like they, they can always be the react by going last. They were able to just be the reactive and actually think now the big 10 could take that spot and say, Oh, let's see how we're doing in a month. Sure. Yeah. We haven't actually played any games.
1: Right. And that's the thing. If the big 10 does get the daily rapid testing and they can, they can, they can run off an eight game schedule. They'll look pretty good at the end of this thing. After, I mean, having like the worst PR month in history, but if they, if they can make this thing work, and produce a an actual decent season and a champion, and maybe even get a playoff bid out of it. Wow! Yeah,
0: That'd be early, This stuff will all be forgotten. I mean, this was just oh yeah, yeah. this is just noise. People will be like, remember when the Big Ten quit, then came back? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but all right, here's my question for you guys: all right. Are we are we still sure that? The stance that a lot of people have taken that you do not contract the virus playing football is a legitimate stance. I'm just wondering because I'm seeing some of the schools that have had issues in the last few days were were between games. BYU plays on a Monday night against Navy, comes out of it, and they've got too many problems to play the next week against Army. So what happened? When did they get them? The, the stance for, for a lot of this stuff has been uh, these guys are contracting it socially. You know, they're going to parties. They're not getting it from football. BYU?
2: Parties? Yeah, they're at the bar. They're yeah. At the yeah. One yeah! But bar they're not getting from Navy <laughs> <laughs> either because I, I would like to think the naval base is clean, right? I went to Army. I was, the, I was the most COVID risk there, right? Like, I had to go through four gates. I had to get my temperature taken. There were no other humans in the whole place other than, like, mm-hmm. cadets teams and, like, three guys from, like, the Hackensack paper and then, like, yeah, me and SIDs. Even the I, – I saw Mark Fratto, the uh, the old St. John's SID, he was doing the PA, and he told me he got tested. So, like, I feel like Navy's there, but there are other examples. Like, I, that has been a suspicion of a lot of people that you can't pass COVID on the field, but there's been no, like, empirical study done. And it's a, it's a no, fascinating question that could really define how the rest of the season goes in a lot of ways, Pat.
1: Absolutely. And that's why I hope that people are going to tell us the truth because then we will know, okay, is this, is it bad for them to play because you're going to spread the virus or not? And we had the great Memphis party bus incident, you know, Memphis plays on Saturday (laughs) against Arkansas state comes out of that and then has to cancel their next game because they got a bunch of positives now, the, the, what came out was that there was a party limo that pulled up to a place called The Gather, this apartment complex right near campus, and that a bunch of players were seen going on and off this party limo the night after the game. But then one of the Memphis players comes out and says, no, 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 no. This is, you, you go test Arkansas State. And lo and behold, actually, Arkansas State had nine players out for their next game against Kansas
2: State. Somebody just, I, I just want everybody to shoot straight with us. Where are they getting the virus? So Memphis denied the party bus. I deny Memphis denying the party bus. We need the party bus to be true. It's too good of a story. I have absolutely win. no sources or evidence that says there was a party bus, other than a sincere desire
0: that it was true. I personally want to believe the party bus. Yes, no, I we agree. all do. We yes. all do. <laughs> um, I want to believe it. I, I'm guess, I'm going to not besmirch them and say they made bad decisions, or maybe they made good decisions. Really, what? <laughs> What would you rather do? Who are they playing, Houston? They're going to go to Houston. It's supposed to be Friday night. Uh, that's Should you rather lovely. play Houston or go to a Memphis party bus? I mean, Memphis party bus. This is not not a Memphis. Is a good town now. Not Very good incons- town. Is, that's a serious party bus. <laughs> Plus, you know, responsible. Someone else is driving. You know, <laughs> Absolutely. They just didn't think- no DUIs. Yeah.
1: yeah mm-hmm. right,
0: right. What was it? West Virginia had a bunch of guys uh, suspended for just. Team violations. It was like, oh, a normal thing. I wonder what that is. It could be terrible, (laughs) but it's like you, you, you know, guys out. You look and you, oh, what is he out for? Hamstring. Oh, okay, (laughs) nothing. (laughs) How boring. Um, I think you kind of, if you're gonna go down, you want to go down. You want to go down party busing, yeah. Like the like Daniel House on the uh, on the (laughs) on the Rockets.
2: Uh, Uh, allegedly
0: allowing a female COVID-19 tester into his hotel room. (laughs) He gets thrown out of the bubble. Like, go down as a legend, man.
2: (laughs) You guys, you guys will appreciate this because you know they're guys involved. Uh I Googled Daniel House the other day. I think like a lot of people, Merrick. I was like, do you go to Texas A&M? You know, what year? Yeah, Whatever. So it I did. called up his Wikipedia just to kind of like UH, re- right? refresh myself um on uh Daniel House. So the picture that's on his Wikipedia in the background is the Florida bench at the time. And it's John Pelfrey and Matt McCall, like with that, like, oh serious assistant coach. Like, are we going to hedge the screen right face? <laughs> so I, I texted him. McCall's the UMass coach now, Dan, because this is really a UMass podcast. And Pell is, uh, where's Pell yeah. the coach now? At uh, Tennessee Martin. Pel, yeah, the, the Tennessee Tech. Tech, Tennessee I'm sorry, Tech. Tennessee Tech, yes. Yeah. So I text them and I say, Clearly you were skeptical of Daniel House long before the COVID <laughs> testers and the rest of America was so we had a good last. So Pell immediately is like he's like, Text that i only scored 38 that day. So clearly we had to jump on him too. So that was a <laughs>
1: Daniel Daniel I mean, House. That is an all-time us all time legend. That's oh yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. That's that's the better than them. the chicken yeah. wings. He and Lou Williams <laughs> can sign at card shows for years. They're they're the heroes yeah. of COVID.
1: Him and Lou Williams and then the Seahawks uh, player who got cut for bringing in yes. the girl.
0: Yeah. yeah. NBA ball is just phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. The game has been Russell great. Westbrook How great is got- that
2: Celtics Raptors series? You guys are obviously big basketball Pat- no, fans. Awesome. Like, yeah. Yeah. How about
0: Russell Westbrook getting into it with Raja and Rondo's brother? There's no crowd there. But he gets in an argument with the crowd and it's, Raj- it's Rondo's brother. And then they go, well, Rondo's brother's running the barber program here. He's in charge of the barbers. In the- like Blast to God. The NBA bubble is the freaking <laughs> yeah. greatest. Why is uh, Rondo's brother there, by the uh, way? You know. Oh, he runs the bar. He oversees the barbers. Oh, of course. I mean, who else? Well, so just, I, I got to find oh. out now. Rondo's from Louisville. I
1: got to see if his brother has a barbershop here. I could do an entire.
0: We could do an entire podcast in the, that ridiculous bubble. Oh, yeah. uh, the NHL bubble has no action. It's like the no, dumbest no. thing ever. Just a bunch yeah. of, they just get drunk. Just a <laughs> bunch of like <laughs> Eastern Europeans getting hammered every night. They don't, We've had nothing out of there. Um, all right, let's get to this Big 12 situation. Yeah. Iowa State loses to Louisiana 31-14. Uh, I mean, this isn't even close. Uh, Arkansas State beats Kansas State 35-13. Uh, then to add to the Kansas woes, Car- Coastal Carolina just manhandles Kansas 38-23. Texas Tech survives Houston Baptist 35-33. They gave uh, up
2: six
1: hundred yards of offense to Houston Baptist. As Dan's
0: God. pointed
2: out, there's a lot of Baptists in Houston.
0: So <laughs> a lot of Baptists in Houston. Uh, they got a big recruiting pool.
2: <laughs> I saw on Twitter today that their the half their stadium is CVS parking lot. So uh, what? You, what? yeah, you. <laughs> no. we need to do a live pod from there. Like get get Daniel uh, House man. back from his A
0: and M days and do a uh, yeah. All right. The Parking? It's in the parking lot of a CVS? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see that. (laughs) I'm looking at the Google Maps. It does look like there's a strip mall. Well, Houston is just
2: one big strip mall, right? It's like Papadou's, Ashley Furniture, (laughs) and then like a highway. And then it's like another block with the Papadou's and Ashley's Furniture, more (laughs) highway.
0: And a Rudy's So there's grandstands on one side of this stadium, and the other side, there's nothing. (laughs) <laughs> like not even like a little three rows or anything nothing, it's just, huh? <laughs> and it, nothing except a strip except mall <laughs> that's that in you it can see it's a, it is it's a CVS. it's not a strip what mall. Up? it's just a CVS. Oh, sweet it's even got the window for the pharmacy like the drive-up pharmacy <laughs> it, it looks like you can look out on the field from there yeah. so
2: yeah you get your prescription filled on well, game day and catch a couple catch series a couple, while you're waiting a couple there, plays and, yeah, yeah. You think, like, the hard-hitting safeties just point to the drive through after they lay the wood on a
0: guy? <laughs> 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 Come across the middle again, you're going to the drive through son. That is phenomenal. There oh, is a CBS oof. in their stadium.
2: What's their status, Sully? Are they uh, going to join the 130? Um, are they an independent soon? Southland. Or, or are they 1AA or whatever? They're 1AA, right? Southland they're Conference?
0: Yeah. They're in the Southland. Southland. Okay. They got Southland printed. Do they on their have stadium. ambition?
2: Do they have ambition? Do they want to join? I want them in.
1: I don't know. Like Incarnate Word once in, right? They, they, yeah. they, they have ambition. I don't know whether Houston Baptist is feeling spurred on to compete with Incarnate Word or not. I don't know what the, you know, religious affiliation competition is down there in Texas. Baylor's up there. TCU, SMU. I mean, come on. Yeah,
2: all religions should show. It's like, uh, like there a battle. You know? It's like a royal rumble. You can do like a jamboree <laughs> to start the season. <laughs> Jamboree, <laughs> the religious jamboree of Texas. There we go. <laughs> pull up, pull All up right, to the park and I'll have this. a shiner.
0: Yeah, <laughs> how uh, uh, there's occasionally these upsets are so bad that it just dooms a, a, a regime. Like, I don't want to overreact to one loss, but like, it's the it, overreaction it, podcast. Yeah, it's the okay. overreaction Monday. Is Les okay. Miles just don't, like, is he just yes, just forget it? This ain't happening.
1: Yes. Yes, absolutely. It was 28 to nothing in the opener of his second season to Coastal Carolina. 28 to nothing in the second quarter. Absolute total train wreck. And I know Kansas has always been bad, but come on, man. You know, they, they brought in big name Les. Jeff Long loves his big name hires. He was the one that hired Bobby Petrino at Arkansas. And uh, this one looks like it might work out about as well as that, except without the neck brace. I mean, well, it worked out at Arkansas with Bobby Petrino.
0: Well, until the neck brace, yeah. Yeah, but who cares? They were really good. (laughs) This uh, is—they weren't just out. I mean, they were out schemed. It was humiliating to watch. Uh Oh, it was. It was. I mean, some of these plays were just humiliating. But they literally have worse players. They got pushed. (laughs) There's no question that Coastal Carolina had better players on the field. Yeah, I, I and I'm wondering, like that whole Sun Belt, they recruit the South. Yeah, right. And I mean, they they're... went after all these like schools in the sticks that just I just think these kids aren't any good.
1: Hmm. Let's see. I mean... So
0: I was told I mean, Les that...
2: Miles had an epic press conference uh, after <laughs> after the Coastal Carolina game. I was writing my takeaways column, so I I I probably had the volume up for like 30 seconds of that game, and I heard Tim Brando be like. Well, Les Miles didn't go the JUCO route. He went only high school players. And I was like, oh boy. Like this <laughs> I immediately put mute back on. I was like, yeah, I don't <laughs> think carrying Les Miles is water uh at this point is really gonna uh is really gonna do much. But I uh I did not uh get the chance to go on YouTube and see that. But Sully, maybe maybe you splice a little uh Rivals has it up here, maybe splice a little uh Les Miles in for the uh for, for the listeners. Does an outcome Tar- like that
1: do anything to um kind of slow down the, the rebuild you're trying to do here? I don't think so. I think the, I think it hastens the, the uh, correction. I think when you have a game like this, first of all, I never want to fix a game, fix a team that, that has lost games. I would much rather fix teams that has won games.
2: I think it hastens the correction. Classic Les Miles quote. What does that yeah. mean? Yeah, like the
0: syntax <laughs> is like, huh, what? What? Yeah. Ascens yeah. go in the high school route. Yep. Let's go That means he route. recruited a whole bunch of kids from like Johnson County Kansas that aren't any good.
2: <laughs> that that is very the, uh that is very like they have recruited decent like just ranking wise and everything and in their defense like compared to what was happening like well charlie weiss went straight juco and ruined the thing for five years it's been generally dismal and then they hired david Beatty to just recruit and he had no idea what he was doing so that flushed it for like another five so I, i don't vince lombardi reincarnated couldn't have got that thing going right away but like anyone with a pulse should have been able to not get blown out by coastal carolina yep i'm
0: saying it the regime is doomed done that's it we're done how about what, what thoughts on Iowa State and Kansas State? How how bad are we in these these situations? Because this was no better.
1: Well, uh, to to borrow Pete's line from last podcast, nobody has won the off season the last two seasons like Matt Campbell. Uh, you know, they came into last year with a bunch of hype. They were ranked, and then they pretty much laid an egg. They started, they barely won a triple OT against Northern Iowa, and then went seven and six, which was a disappointment. Uh, and now they've come back, and they get, they get ranked again, and everybody's talking, oh, yeah, Iowa State, oh, Matt Campbell. Yeah, outstanding. And he is – look, he's, he's done a very good job there, but they have not – when the expectations have been there, they have not performed uh, because that was – they lose by 17 to Louisiana. Louisiana's good. Uh, the smart members of this podcast picked Louisiana to cover. Thank you. But I didn't think Louisiana was going to win by 17 points, and it was just – it was a multi – System failure for Iowa State. There, they let it. Gave up a punt return touchdown, a kickoff return touchdown,
2: and a 78-yard touchdown pass. I believe. There was a lot that went wrong. Well, Nad saw it coming. He probably had him straight up too. Nat, Nat really was all over that. He had it. Yeah, no, he was. He was locked. He was locked in. Yeah, I mean, look, Louisiana was 11 three last year. They, they returned their quarterback, their top two rushers. Good. They lost Robert Hunt, the guard, who was a second-round pick off the offensive line, but they returned a lot of talent on the offensive line. And the thought and why I thought they had a chance to win and they would certainly cover was that they, they're kind of like a road grading team in Iowa State even when they're best, they're not particularly pretty. I would say it also, we all mentioned, has been a disaster in openers under under Campbell. And that was obviously, cl- clearly clearly that was the case. Uh, that was the case uh, this this weekend. So um, I'd be curious if somebody crunched the numbers, uh, Sully, some of your uh, betting denizens. The teams that... Played a game versus teams who have yet to play a game. What their record was, and that was not the case in this one, but it was the case in a few others: Arkansas State, K-State, which we're going to get to. I really feel like those teams all had significant advantages that played once over those that uh, those that did it. But yeah, go Cajuns! Billy Napier is uh, Billy Napier on his way. Levi Lewis
0: for Heisman. Let's let's let it rip, man! All right, and and Kansas State obviously nothing like getting the big the big noon game on on Fox and and losing to Arkansas State. Not going to help recruiting, I would think. They gave up five touchdown drives of 65
1: yards or longer. It wasn't like they, you know, turned the ball over and and gave short fields or anything. They just got marched on all game.
2: Well, and both those teams had significant lie. I think Arkansas State was down nine starters. K-State was down a swath of different guys. And that's why this is going to be a really interesting season. Like, how do you judge? Like, Chris Klein is not a bad coach. Guy has been part of eight national title winning staffs, right? But if you're down two dozen guys in some capacity... It's really hard to coach your team, and that's why this season is going to be a mess. Now, we could, we we will embrace it as a beautiful mess, but in terms of, like, reality, it's going to be
0: disjointed. The other debacle, because we're only going to focus on the bad things here. Yeah. That's what we do. The Mike Norvell era kicked off uh, in Tallahassee. We were convinced <laughs> that Georgia Tech was horrible. Yeah. Uh, and they and may and be perhaps-
2: like let's not let's not get too <laughs> bullish on the jackets.
0: They had a true freshman QB, Jeff Sims, did a did a did a pretty nice job. Yep. Uh, so clearly they have recruited right in. I mean, imagine being a fr- a, a true freshman quarterback. You know who Jeff uh, Sims was committed COVID.
2: to Dan until December? No, the Florida State Seminoles. Oh, mm. I did not know that. Yeah, so yeah. they took their recruit and beat yeah. him with. You it. know who the yep. Their recruit was in the previous class who decommitted. I'm sure, Pat knows. Nope. It was Sam Howell, who's North Carolina oh, quarterback, right. who yeah. sure right. replaced Trevor Lawrence as the All ACC quarterback. So yep. it's almost like two really good quarterbacks have seen what the brand was, were attracted to it, and then seen the current
0: reality of the brand and said, "Yeah, you know what? I'm good. I'm going to go to one of these upstarts here." Yeah, I'll take my chances over here. Well, he went in there and beat him. You know, I mean, this is. Uh, I don't know. Mike Norvell's a good coach. One at Memphis. Done a good job. Not the way you want to start. Kind of hasn't been maybe the smoothest first year there. Offseason, all of that. Dealing with players. There's been various flare-ups. Uh, let's overreact. Thoughts on the Mike Norvell era at Tallahassee. That's got one game old.
1: Yeah. Uh, now four straight season-opening losses for Florida State with three different coaches. So they're they're rolling. Uh, lost the last season opener for Jimbo, lost two under Willie Taggart, and now lose this one to Mike Norvell. And the thing that's got to be a little bit of a kick in the teeth for uh, Florida State fans and certainly surprised me is I just thought, okay, Norvell knows how to draw him up, and maybe this was a lack of, you know, the practice interruptions, lack of spring, whatever factored into it, but he even knows how to drop plays, and they're going to move the ball, and they're going to throw, and they're going to score. James Blackman's stat line was terrible quarterback. 23 out of 43 for 198 yards. 43 attempts and 198 yards. 4.6 yards per attempt. That is really bad. Uh, Threw an interception. Had at least one of their two fumbles. I don't remember whether he had both of them or not. But James Blackman looked like James Blackman has looked far too often in his career. Wildly inconsistent and prone to error. And uh, I think they got to look now and say... Gosh, I mean, is he, is he our guy this year or do we have another option? But it's uh, for Florida State fans, it's got to be deja vu. And for Willie Taggart, he has to be sitting down there in Boca at FAU saying, hey, see, wasn't all me. Give me a break.
2: <laughs> so this is a thought, like, I pat overreacted properly to that mess of a Florida state loss. I wonder this now. I don't know how many spring practices Florida state had other than maybe two or three, like everybody else. Like they didn't have like an, ino- like air force had almost every one. Do you think Mike Norvell, if he had had 14, 15 spring practices would have seen what a disastrous quarterback depth chart was and said, you know what? I'm going to get somebody on the transfer wire. Cause look, you could get a competent quarterback, like, Right away. Now, I have not asked anybody at Florida State this. I have no idea. But who was the name of the Juco kid they had at Memphis for those two years? The kid, Pat, with the arm sleeve tattoo yeah. you remember I was talking about. He's a really good player. Uh, uh, between Paxton Lynch and Brady White, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah.
1: Uh, I can't remember his name.
2: Yeah. He was He was painting fences. He had been committed to tennis. He played at Tennessee. Tennessee. Riley Tennessee.
0: Ferguson. Riley Ferguson. Riley Thank Ferguson. You. There we yeah, go. Yeah, the
2: Tennessee tie will wake Sully up uh, out of his slumber. So, yeah. There so, anyway. Go. Norvell shows up at Memphis, needs a quarterback, goes against Riley Ferguson. Riley Ferguson is, like, a delightfully good AAC quarterback. So what I'm saying is this. Like, again, quarterback dynamics at these big programs, would you scare off James Blackman? Would you keep guys from recruits coming? I have no idea. But if you walked in and, like, would they have taken Anthony Brown from BC? Like, there are plenty of, like, decent quarterbacks on the wire. I was like, Mike Norvell too smart of a quarterback guy, too good of a play caller, to have watched that for 15 practices and said, oh, we can go win games with that. Also, the offensive line has just been hideous there for, for a long time. They have a good young line coach, Alex Atkins, uh, who was Charlotte's OC last year. But like, th- there, if there's one position historically you cannot microwave good, it's the offensive line. If you don't right. have the veterans there and you don't have the size there, that that is... That is a position that needs to be slow-cooked. You cannot just make it happen there, and it's, it's just not a surprise. Who was, it was Trickett, was, the, was really like the failing coach on Jimbo's staff, and that's where that program really started to slip from an elite level
0: because it couldn't compete on the line, and it just hasn't recovered. Florida State, 32nd in recruiting right now for class of 2021. Hmm. Not great. three, four stars. That ain't going to get it done either. Uh, new staff, you got to be cranking. The U's get, you. You and Florida are the ones cranking right now. Generally, in the state of Florida, one of them does really, really well, and then they get overwhelmed by scandal and fall apart. Yeah. And the other, then the other, there's another one that's doing very well, and then there's one that's just horrible. It's those those three schools pretty much just take their turns <laughs> with massive, <laughs> massive success followed by humiliating scandal. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> the circle of life. It's, it's been going on for decades down there. <laughs> yeah. Makes Squire, Florida such an awesome place. Oh, Some yeah. are ne- Nevin Shapiro's nodding in his federal prison. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've all had their, you know, they all, they could only like laugh at each other so much, you know, yeah. it's like, Oh yeah, right. Nevin Shapiro, shut up. You and uh, Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. Right. You know, like, exactly. That's the thing. Um, yeah. So, We'll see what it is right now. But right now, Florida and uh, Miami are winning the recruiting awards, which is not good when you just got beat by Georgia Tech. Hello, record book. Hello, small sample Heisman. How about that? Uh, All right. They hand out the Heisman at the end of the year. We like to hand it out every week. We like the small sample overreaction Heisman. So let's hand out some hardware. Pat, do you have a small sample Heisman prepared? Uh, of course I do. Of course. Of course.
1: Uh, I am going to go with <coughs> Mikhail Cunningham, the Louisville quarterback, because he helped me get my lock of the week right. I picked the Cardinals to win and to cover against Western Kentucky, and they did both, and Cunningham was really good. He's a big playmaker. He will chuck the ball downfield and he will get plays made uh, Threw for 343 yards, three touchdowns, 10 yards per attempt. Uh, also had 24 yards in the touchdown rushing. And he set up now Louisville to play Miami in what's going to be the game day game, which is another sign that, by golly, we do not have a full and complete season going on. But Louisville, <laughs> Miami. Is the game day game Saturday from uh, Cardinal Stadium? So, Mikhail Cunningham, who used to be Malik Cunningham, and then he changed his name or had his name changed or something between uh, seasons, and now he's Mikhail Cunningham. He's my small sample Heisman. Lamar Jackson
2: versus Ken Dorsey, I'd be in. Oh, there, uh, dear Kings. He looked okay on Thursday. My small sample Heisman is a salute to the competitive game that kept that kept Saturday night interesting. I am going to take Tulane tailback Ty J Spears. He had 11 carries, 105 yards, averaged 19, 9.5 yards per carry. Willie Fritz, give him the ball. He also had two catches for 30 yards. He is my second favorite Tulane player behind Fat Watts, their receiver who had two catches for 15 yards. But Ty J Spears, young kid, redshirted last year. He's, I believe, from Pompatula, Louisiana, and uh, is a promising player for the Wave who were down Big came back at mighty South Alabama. I mean, we—they basically kept South Alabama out of the playoff. Uh, they scored 21 second-half points, roared yeah. back, and, uh, and and won the game. I'm sure, Pat, we, we have similar degenerate uh, watching. Yeah, they were down 24-6. Tulane was. Yeah. Stormed. Back I was and stormed back in one. I was locked in. Yeah, I was coronating. coronating uh South Alabama it was the best team in the nation when they were up uh, big. There. Going to be two and zero with big upsets. Yeah, but no. Sadly, the boys from Mobile are uh, crying in their beers. My
0: uh my small sample Heisman goes to uh, Bailey Zappi of Houston Baptist. I know he's probably not eligible to win the Heisman. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Bailey Zappi. What do I care? I'm not a, I'm not allowed to uh to uh, vote or you know, this is my Heisman. Small sample Heisman. Look, at this kid is from uh Victoriaville, Texas. Uh He did not have a rival's page. Wow. He did not have has His name appears on 24-7, but that's it. There's nothing. Talk about non-recruited. Even in his school bio, it just says he's a three-year letter winner at high school. Okay? He's now a senior. He walked into Jones AT&T Stadium up in Lubbock and threw it around like Patrick Mahomes. 30 (laughs) of 49 for 567 yards and four touchdowns. I mean that is phenomenal. I don't care if it's <laughs> I love it. Kid, this kid is nobody. 215. Victoria East, not Victoriaville. Yeah, Victoria. I, wa- I watched a little of that. He's a, he's a hoss. He's a he's a he's a load, right? I, we'll see. It's, I mean, I, who knows what he can do? He threw thirty-five TDs last year, fifteen interceptions, but he lit them up. Yeah, I a mean, good blessed. version
2: away from forcing overtime.
0: Yeah. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, that's that's that that earns you the Heisman. That is Texas hero status right there. Nobody wanted him. Went to Houston Baptist with the CVS in the stadium. <laughs> Forget Jones, AT and T. You can literally buy AT and T cards in the end zone of. <laughs> <laughs> houston baptist cbs stadium (laughs) it's not a corporate sponsor it's just the real estate (laughs) beautiful anyway congratulations bailey you got my heisman trophy good good job young man all right we've said many mean things on the overaction podcast because this is what we do Uh, so let's try to say something nice pat can you say anything nice I can with the caveat, of
1: course, as usual, but uh, uh, it was a bad day for Matt Campbell's in college football, not just the coach at Iowa State, but also the punter from the Citadel. And I am going to say something nice because I'd like to thank Matt Campbell for providing us the funniest play of the season uh, by far. Thus far, And I think this one could last all year. I think it's got a real opportunity. If you didn't see it, Citadel was playing South Florida on uh, Saturday night. Poor Matt Campbell's back in his own end zone to punt. Takes his eyes off the snap. Perfect snap. I mean, like hits him right, you know, almost chest level, maybe a little bit higher than that. Goes through his hands, goes to the ground. He scrambles over, picks it up. And I don't understand why punters at that point don't just throw an incompletion, but he tried to kick it, and (laughs) he basically hit it off his shin about three feet right into the hands of a South Florida player who had a punt return touchdown without actually going anywhere.
2: Greatest play uh, of the year so far. So thank you, Matt Campbell, for the comic relief on that. So I'm going to play devil's advocate on you, Pat, uh, as you're ripping the punter. Wouldn't he have to throw his incompletion to the line of scrimmage? So it's uh, not maybe grounding. I mean but uh, all
1: right. so you get you get a grounding call right Yeah and then what? you get a safety so why that's, not just <laughs> t- I,
2: I, t- tuck I would it, take a safety
1: over over punting Correct. it to the other team yes. in the
2: end zone <laughs> so just don't throw it just tuck it that's all I just you know I just want your special team strategy to be sound that's all I am going to say something nice about Southern Miss interim head coach Scotty Walden he makes his debut this week after Jay Hobson gets gassed uh after week 1 he cough cough resigned Scotty Walden is 30 years old, which makes him the youngest coach in college football. And he also makes one hundred ten thousand dollars a year, which makes him by <laughs> far and away the lowest paid coach in college football. The chief of staff at Texas, which is essentially the ops guy Tom Herman brought from Houston with him. God bless him. Fernando logo. He makes three times what Scotty Walden makes. I had a I had a, an AD at a power five school text me and say, our executive chef makes more money than Scotty Walden. All right scotty walden a buck ten (laughs) he is going to energize the southern miss golden eagles when they play louisiana tech this weekend brought the ice cream truck to practice on thursday he uh he was the youngest head coach in the all of the ncaa at age 26 uh a few years ago east texas baptist university or state it sounds like one of those made-up schools in a football movie but it was actually real they were seven and three that year so an easy guy to root for uh the he said the players really relished the strawberry mango popsicles and uh we'd all like we all like southern miss we all remember watching those great jeff bauer teams maybe scotty Walden can energize him a little bit
0: and get him uh, get them looking a little feistier than they did that thursday at south Al. Dabo Sweeney made $9.3 last year. Yes. <laughs> uh, on a weekly rate, that is 178000 Yes. So Jabo <laughs> makes more in more a week. In a week. But so much uh, more in a week. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Not bad. Um, all right. I was going to give it to uh, my new favorite quarterback to receiver combo, Spencer Radler uh, and Charleston Rambo. It yep. doesn't get any better than Radler to Rambo. They right. connected twice. Uh, in uh, Saturday's Sooner victory over Missouri State. I think uh, this is why college vas- uh, college football is so great because you have things like Rattler to Rambo. I and mean, how do you not <laughs> root for that? You got to be a real Longhorn fan to just be like, yeah, I despise it. Anyone else? Like, ah, it's phenomenal. Spencer Rattler was born to play quarterback at, at OU, and uh, Charleston Rambo was born to play. But I am actually going to say something really nice about the uh, whoever it is that uh, was inside the Kansas Jayhawk mascot, whatever, costume the other night. And I think they have a half Jayhawk. They have, like, Little Jay or something. They got two of them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, they kept showing them on the Fox broadcast. And whoever these two people are, there are no fans there. Right. Okay, it, Pat, you would have to tell us because you once were the Stanford Cardinal. But if Stanford you have no tree fans, the tree. too. Yeah, you were the tree. There's no fans to react to what you're doing. It's bad. It's bad. And you're losing 28-0 to (laughs) to Coastal Carolina. How in the world do you stay upbeat as mascots must? And yet every time they showed them on TV, they were doing something. Were they really? They were waving Uh, their flapping uh, right now. Jayhawk never does yeah. that no, that's a St. Joe's? Hawk. St. I don't Joe's know. Sucks. They were different hawk. Yeah. I would have quit in half. I would have taken off the top <laughs> oh. and just yeah, I, was, I would it had have to have been head 90 under my degrees arm there, right? Like there. a
2: humid ah. Kansas night, like oh, gross wedding,
0: watching this crap football team <laughs> and trying to get the crowd that doesn't exist excited. So. I don't know who you guys are, but you are way better than any of the Kansas football play. What you do, you are better at what you do than anyone over in that football building. is at what they do. So hats off to the Jayhawk and little Jay. All right. That's our podcast. We'll be back midweek. Hopefully we'll have all the details on what the big 10 is going to do. Maybe they will finally vote. Maybe they'll cancel again. Maybe they'll come back and then cancel. We don't know. We'll be here for you. We're on the twists and turns. Please subscribe. Leave us uh, nice uh, reviews. And we'll talk to you later.
1: Look around. You
0: can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars,